Hi, I'm Tyler. And I'm Haley. And welcome to The The Cry Cry Club. Club. Welcome back to The Cry Club, episode 14, where today we are talking about the cringiest things that you've done to get someone's attention. We have some submissions. Recently, I've been feeling a little bit more emotional than usual, so there's a chance that these make me laugh until I become teary, which I'm feeling a little bit embarrassed about. No no need to feel embarrassed because after you hear the story that I'm going to share, you'll never fear you'll never feel embarrassed about anything ever again for literally the rest of your life because you'll always be like, oh, well, at least I didn't do what Haley did <laughs> for attention from a boy. Um, before we do that, do you have any cries that were notable this week that you'd like to share? Actually, wait, 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 wait. I'm going to interrupt you first. Before we talk about the cries Haley had, I feel like we should announce that our newest baby cry club member is also capable of crying this week. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. That's what we learned. I'm al- so I'm almost at seven months pregnant. And when I get back from our trip, I'll be seven months, just over seven months. Oh, and so, you should, you should tell everyone the cute, um, uh, full circle thing for your, uh, with like your trip in Maui. Oh yeah. So my, my family in law got us all a trip to Hawaii. Like we're all going together for And that was their Christmas gift to us because we're all just kind of separating, you know, Jacob and I are having a baby, Tess is moving away to PA school, like things are just kind of changing. So they're like, let's do one big trip together. And they decided to book a trip to Maui, Hawaii. And it turns out when my mom was seven months pregnant with me, she went to Maui and she got me this little blue outfit that she gave to me last week for my baby girl. So it's all full circle moment and maybe I can find her something cute while she's there and then she can give it to her baby if she ever has one. Ah, cute. So full circle and it will be really, really fun. But yes, right now I'm at almost seven months pregnant. I'm learning that my baby, I already knew she could hiccup and blink, but now apparently she can also smell and um, cry in there, which makes me so sad, but it's not like a real cry. She's not like sad. She's just practicing the reflex. So, yes, I looked this up because I was I was I was confused about how this was possible. And the the article was saying that essentially they just like scrunch up their faces and like make the face of crying to practice how to do it. She's just practicing being a baby. She's not sad. We must have practiced a lot. We must have been in there practicing (laughs) so hard. (laughs) <laughs> we're so good at it and now we're making a podcast about it. so cute okay that's exciting yeah and that was actually one of my cries this week was just thinking about that she was in there crying when I first saw that before I you know googled and did like did like oh it's a reflex I was really worried because I was like she's sad in there what is she sad about because earlier I mean I you know heard this thing that like babies can feel their mom's emotions like they feel whatever you feel because you're so like connected. So I was like, it's my fault. I am making a depressed <laughs> little baby in there. 
I'm cooking a depressed baby because I'm sad about things and now I'm making her cry like but it's okay she's not and I'm I'm doing fine so that was one of my cries though for a second and then I'll just shoot off my other one really quick and then you can do yours my I also watched episode three of the last of us we're a couple episodes behind but no spoilers I'm not there yet yes but if you know you know and I don't need to say anything else okay it's Anyway, that Haley, was my other cry. Haley reached out to me for like condolences. Like this was so sad. Can I tell you about it? And I said, no, it's the next thing on our list. And you're going to have to basically talk to someone else. <laughs> suffered alone. So sorry no, about that. I think it was there. Um, I've had like, I've had a teary week for like literally no reason. One of the things that made me cry was looking at your baby registry. I just got so emotional <laughs> looking at all the clothes. So cute. Um, another thing that made me cry is that a lady that I don't know on Facebook has to put her dog down. And she was asking for recommendations of like people who would come to her house to put down her dog so that <gasps> it could have the most comfortable death as possible. Isn't that horrible? Oh, that's so sad. Yeah, so that was awful. And then... Haley and I just finished having like a 15-minute conversation about how having a body is a hard thing. And that was a hard thing this week. Just like learning how to like be in your body and love your body and and not even like loving it in like a like my body's so great, but just in like a like a gratitude sense, like deep gratitude for having a body versus all the other things that everyone else tells you you should feel or not feel about your body. It's hard. That's it. it. Is hard. I think we, we've shared, that's, that's a cry we've had in common or maybe cries plural that we've had in common. Yeah. And I feel like I just wanted to follow up on that because at the beginning of the year when we did our, um, our new year episode when we were both talking about trying to be just like more present in our bodies. I just want to check in and be like, man, that's harder than I thought it was going to be like making a concerted effort to do so, you know? Yeah. It's really not easy to work against years of conditioning and dysmorphia and just, yeah. But you know, the thing that like, I mean, maybe this will sound more depressing to me. It sounds kind of encouraging, but I'm like, if let's say I've had like a decade of my life where my relationship with my body was really bad or was, you know, the worst. So let's say like worst case scenario, it takes a decade of consistently trying to repair that relationship before I'm able to like get to a good place because sometimes things just do take time and putting a timeline or pressure on things is not helpful Mm. um so worst case scenario though it takes me the same amount of time of undoing the mess that I made as it did for me to make the mess I'm like by the time I'm 40 I am freaking cruising like (laughs) that's like halfway through my life so I've got a long time still after that to cruise with my body and to feel great. So that's, <laughs> that's encouraging. so funny. No, I didn't. Actually, that's not depressing. That's actually a very good point. 
I'm just thinking about that. I'm doing some math. I feel like 38 is going to be my year. Yeah, I think 38 is going to be great. We might be the kind of people that peak at 40. Well, yeah, because we for sure did not peak in high school. No. <laughs> <laughs> Let's, I hope I have not yet peaked. I hope there is still good times ahead. Yeah, I, I do have a feeling that we really are going to peak when we're in the middle of our middle ages. Mm, that's going to be awesome. Yeah. Although I also picture myself having a really great time in my 60s. So maybe it's all uphill from here. You're going to be <laughs> like, you know, who you're going to be in your 60s. What's that show that you showed me that one time with the two women who are best friends who are older and it's like, uh, come on. Um, why can't I think of it? it? It's that one girl who's super hot, Jane Fonda, and then her friend. What's her friend's name? Oh, okay, the, hold on. Grace and Frankie? Yes, Grace and Frankie are going to be Frankie, my favorite person. <laughs> I would love to be Frankie. You're going to wear like flowy floral clothing, work in your garden. Yeah. I honestly really resonate with Frankie. Make some special Hopefully brownie. Jacob does not come out as gay, but other than that. <laughs> right. That, I mean, that was a low point for Frankie, but I don't think, I don't think that's in our future. Hopefully. I mean, you never know. We'll take what comes. Okay. We'll take yeah. what comes. And if Jacob and Nate end up together, I think we, we both could support them in that. Yeah, we could, we could make it work. It'd be fine. Well, especially because we'd be like, great. So switchies, like you go <laughs> together and me and Tyler together. I won't. That's what it oh, is already, right? Yeah. No. <laughs> okay. Um, I'm most excited to hear your story. I feel like my stories are gonna pale in comparison. So I'm wondering if I should blast through the cringiest things I've done to get someone's attention and then you share your good story. Okay. Well, it's good is a strong word, but yeah, you go first. Um, only because I feel like mine aren't gonna be as entertaining. Um no, I'm sure they're great. No, it, it's just that like I have a very low cringe tolerance. So what I find cringy, I don't know, maybe it won't be as cringy to other people, but here we go. Okay. okay. Number Cheers. one, um, one time I wrote my cousin a song <laughs> titled <laughs> My Missing Puzzle Piece. <laughs> it was, <laughs> this is what I was thinking about me getting the giggles easily. It was basically a love song about <laughs> how she was the most important person in my life. And I presented it to her um, at a park um, and at the end of a scrapbook that I made with my cricket machine. So she was really nice about it. But sometimes I think about that at like two in the morning and I feel really embarrassed about it. But hey, it was sweet. Um, you don't you don't happen to remember what this sounded like or any of the lyrics, <laughs> do you? Oh, I know for sure. Remember the chorus. <laughs> Wait, what, did, what was it? Um, just at least the lyrics you know okay it was think. like it was like <laughs> you're my missing puzzle piece um the one who holds me together <laughs> um <laughs> you make me complete <laughs> um someone to hold to forever and uh, it's really coming to me right now and i know you'll cry when i cry and we can laugh and joke um, and share good advice. And then I had some more parts to it. But see what I mean about like the love song vibe? 
Yeah. Well, I was going to say it's really <laughs> tender and sweet. The the advice, the advice line threw off the rhyming <laughs> a little bit. I'm not going to lie. So maybe we can tweak that. <laughs> but other than that. Otherwise we have a hit on our hands. Yeah. Okay. That was fun. All right. Um, next once when I was like 13, I had a crush on this guy at church. And in the summer we had a youth activity where we played kickball and it was at least 80 degrees outside with 90% humidity. And I spent three hours curling my hair <laughs> before the activity. Um, it didn't work out with him. Uh, also with my hair. Uh, third one, which you will remember well. I used to study in the hallway of like the boys, like the boys and the girls had different dorms. And so in college, I would study in the boys dorm, like outside of one of our like friends' apartments. But really, (laughs) I was hoping for these other two guys to pass me on the way to their dorm and then hopefully be so impressed by my dedication that they would talk to me or ask me to hang out. Um. And they were twins and I couldn't figure out which one I liked because they looked so similar. (laughs) Um, Eventually, I asked one of them to drive me to the airport because I was going on a trip. It wasn't like I just didn't make up needing a ride. That would be weird. Um, So I asked one of them and then to thank him, I made him pink heart shaped cookies with frosting. But it was around Valentine's Day and they're pretty good. But he didn't talk to me after that. So it didn't work out. I can't believe those moves didn't work. (laughs) You mean you can't believe waiting in the hallway for at least like 10 hours a week didn't lead to something? (laughs) Okay, and then I have one more. And I don't even know if Nate knows this, so I'm going to tell him. (laughs) That is a part-time job dedicated. Okay, but I would literally spend like two hours a day out in the hallway just hoping they'd pass by. I remember. It really work out. Okay. Um... Last one. I don't think Nate, I don't think I've told Nate this, but when we were dating, he invited me to come to Texas where his parents lived for the 4th of July to celebrate with them. But I felt like if I went, it was a little bit too eager. Um, So I made up that my dad had a business trip down there. And so it would actually just like work out so well because my dad was meeting up with his friend and we like made up a name and everything for the friend too that he was like going to meet with. So your dad was in on it? Yes. So my dad drove me (laughs) down there because there was no way that my parents were going to trust me to drive myself five hours. And not that I blame them. I still don't trust myself to drive alone for five hours. So my dad drove me down there. We stayed in a hotel and a couple times Nate was like, doesn't your dad want to join us for like dinner? And I was like, no, no, no. Like he's out to dinner with Joe. No, my dad's been <laughs> the entire weekend in a hotel room counting my grandmother's coin collection. <laughs> oh, okay. Cute. This turned into a really sweet dad that's story. A cute one. Okay. But that's kind of. That you know. is the best wingman in the world. No, wasn't that cute? To drive his. How old were you? 19, 20? Wait. Mm. You were about to turn. No, you had just turned 20. Uh, yeah, I just turned 20. Yeah. Yeah. Drive his 20-year-old daughter. Yeah. It was her weekend date. Not cute. Okay. Those cute. are all the things I've done to get someone's attention. 
the funny thing is, is I'm pretty sure at the time you told, you even told me your dad had a business trip. Like, I don't even think you told Oh, probably me. because I was like so embarrassed that I would go to those lengths to go see someone. Like it felt like, like, I just feel like I have a hard time just showing my cards sometimes. You know what I realized this morning as I was getting ready? I think I'm a relatively private person. Do you think that's true? Like, I feel like there's very specific things that I share with people and kind of have like, kind of like a rote, like little script that I can like pull off of, you know? But in general, I think I'm like relatively private. I would agree with that. I would say that you're a lot more comfortable in a listening role than a talking role. Yeah. Yeah. Well, considering I just like sweat through three layers of deodorant by uh, sharing those like lukewarm stories, I would say yes. Hey, your turn. Okay, actually, really quick before I share my stories, I have to take a pregnant lady pee break because, well, I literally peed right before this. So can we pause for just a second? Yes, we can. You're just going to have to go because I can't stop this. (laughs) I don't know if I can stop the recording and it come back. So it's fine. I'll just cut out this one section or we can just keep it. Maybe I'll maybe I'll sing the rest of my song. (laughs) Sorry, listener. I'll be so fast. Oh, sorry. I'm back. Okay, you're back. Hi. Sorry. Hi. I literally like I peed right before we started recording because I knew this was going to happen. But apparently now I can't even go 30 minutes. <laughs> okay, I'm ready for you. I okay, I'm not ready. I'm going to warm up with some other stories um, just because I'm not I'm not ready for the the big one. So we're going to do a little warm up first. Okay, so the first it. one is a story that I asked my little sister about like something she did. So she would tell me that she was in high school. She was in high school. She had a class with this boy that she was literally like in love with for all of high school. We all have that one boy. And she, she was like, I just was convinced that he was like, like at some point in the class, he was going to look over at me, but I didn't know when it was. So she was like, the entire class when she had that class she like was doing you know like her best posture and like doing that thing where you kind of suck in your double chin where you like press your tongue to the back of your throat you know and you're like okay wait like I had I just heard this was a thing I didn't know about the tongue thing until this week someone said something about how they try to get rid of their double chin with the tongue yeah well it's just like good tongue posture so if you've never noticed what? it, then it's probably, called probably tongue, posture? Good tongue posture. Yeah, there oh is gosh. such a thing. It's like good for your jaw, good for your back, like well, having bad. Basically, your tongue's not just supposed to be sitting flat in the bottom of your mouth when you are resting. It should be pressed up as if you're saying like an enye, you know, and like the first part of enye. Yeah, I get that. I just for sure don't do that. Oh, well, double chins for life. Okay. Yeah. So so she was doing that and like just doing like a really like soft smile the whole class, like, you know, stick straight posture, double chin sucked in, belly sucked in, like soft smile the whole class. And she said she was so embarrassed because like all of her friends who would like who sat at the table with her were like, you look so weird. What are you doing? Like, (laughs) why why are you sitting like that? Oh, no. So there's a soft introduction. And the thing is, is that when I texted my sister asking if she had any like embarrassing things she did for attention, 
the fact that that is the only thing she could come up with makes me hate myself (laughs) even more for my story. And I'm really building it up and I hope that people aren't disappointed, but to me, it's outrageous. Like the fact that I did this makes me like, I'm not kidding. Like physically makes me ill to think about. Okay. Okay. So I'm sweating. I'm sweating. Okay. (laughs) Okay. So backstory. (laughs) I did not get a phone until I was 16 years old. Okay. So my, my family, my dad in particular was really conscious of um, proper technology use for teenagers. Tyler's already laughing. And like, so I, I didn't know, let's just say I'm, I'm going to use that as an excuse to, as to why, like my technological social skills were underdeveloped. It's like, it's basically like I had been technology homeschooled my whole life. And then when I was 16, I was thrown into technology public school. And all of a sudden I had access to texting and Snapchat, even though I wasn't supposed to have Snapchat and um, well, no, actually, no, I didn't have access to Snapchat because my first phone was a flip phone. So Snapchat. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm trying to imagine um, you getting an iPhone for your first mm-hmm. phone. No, no. Yeah, it was a it was a flip phone or like a slide phone. Mm, so it yeah, just had like mind. you could slide it this way and there was a little keyboard. You yeah, could yeah, yeah. OK. Um, oh, my gosh. And so I had had a crush on there were two boys that I variated on in high school I had a crush on the same two boys all of high school and one of them was this basketball player that I was obsessed with he was so tall he played the guitar he was like a crooner and we were like we were pretty good friends like I learned how to play the guitar as a way to try and flirt with him I asked him to teach me um, and that was how I started playing guitar. Was Are you when I was, serious? Yes, when I was 15, I did not know that. I wanted, he played, like, I obviously, I wanted to learn the guitar, but at the same time, like, yeah, well, how helpful was he going to be? He was, like, also a 16-year-old boy, you know? Yes. So You wanted to be the crewnet. Um, so, like, I did a lot of things to try and get this boy's attention over the years, and then it's funny because... I don't know if anyone remembers from a previous episode where a guy tried to kiss me and I smacked my head on the car window, same guy. So it's like all the things we do for attention. And then when it comes down to it, I choked anyway, I'm okay. I'm sorry. I'm just stalling. I'm so nervous. So, and I always wonder if you remember. So with my little freaking flip phone, I, I pretended to be asleep, right? <laughs> but I made sure I looked like freaking Padme. Like I had just like Padme on her deathbed when they're wheeling her out for her funeral. Like I, that was my inspiration for my look. So like I made sure <laughs> I was sleeping in like the cutest, like I'm pretty sure I like, I made my hair all flow out and I put my hand up by my face and I took a, a selfie of myself. Asleep. Oh my gosh. No, you didn't. Haley, you took a selfie of yourself pretending to sleep, and I sent it to him. Gosh! And then I was like, "OMG, I'm so sorry. My little brother stole my phone. That is so embarrassing." There's 
no, there's no way that it was like not obvious that it no. was a selfie. No, and I was doing like again like a soft smile, like the most glamorous sleeping position you've ever seen. Like, and I'm pretty sure <laughs> his response was like, "Oh well, no worries," or like something like. It did not result in the attention. Like in my head, this was the thought process that I was going through. I was like, well, he's probably going to see me how hot I am sleeping and he'll want me so bad. Like he'll just, (laughs) he'll fall in love with me once he knows how naturally hot I am while I'm asleep. Like I, I literally don't know what I thought. I don't know. I don't know what I was thinking, but (laughs) the worst part is, is I'm pretty sure I did it multiple times. What, Haley? No. Like, I'm pretty sure I did it. What do you mean you did it multiple times? I mean, twice. Like, I'm at least twice. To him? There might have been a third time that I blocked out. (laughs) But at least two times, I took a picture of myself sleeping and then told him that my little brother stole my phone and took a picture of me. And I was so mad. I was going to kill him. Like, so embarrassing. I don't know why he does. And, like, never resulted in the attention that I wanted but you know what maybe either he blocked it out too because after that he tried to kiss me oh that's true or or you looked like Padme maybe he was really dumb (laughs) and he (laughs) believed me (laughs) no I I really think like you probably looked just like Padme like no 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 but you also need to consider one, the fact that I definitely did not look like Padme because I didn't know what moisturizer was. <laughs> and two, the fact that whose little brother would do that? Mm. Who's, who's, and I, I blamed, I think I blamed it on like John, mm. you know? So my story is my um, seven-year-old brother <laughs> is taking photos of me and knowing to send them to this particular person person. yeah and it's also on flip phone camera quality oh and that's another thing that you have to remember as well um so anyway like a couple of months after I had done that and like you know I came out of whatever like possession (laughs) I was exercised or whatever had made me do that I was like humiliated like so embarrassed never like and I'm like, I'm pretty sure I didn't talk to him for like two weeks, even though we were like really good friends at that point, because I was like, he knows, he knows, <laughs> he knows how I did that and I will never. Anyway, yeah, now I'm really sweaty now, but the, at the very least, the picture was probably pixelated enough that he had no idea that you didn't know how to use moisturizer. So that's the silver lining in all of this. Yeah. And hopefully, uh, I don't know if he remembers that. I hope he does not because I I feel like if someone had done that to me I would remember yeah how would you not I would think it was so funny (laughs) so um this is just a PSA if anyone listening is thinking of doing that as a move don't it doesn't (laughs) work you're not going to get the not only are you not going to get the response that you want but now technology is like forever right so like unforgiving you're gonna get post it thank heavens that like tiktok didn't exist at that point you know oh oh for sure would i would have you, you would have like that would have been social death i would have been posting tiktoks of myself sleeping 
and be like, my little brother is such a nerd. So embarrassing. He took this TikTok of me asleep looking freaking hot. How humiliating. I'm so glad that you shared that with us. Yeah. Um, I, I had one more quick story. This one is to get the heat off of me. I was going to tell that quick story about that guy that I dated who texted me asking about if he was a good kisser. Oh my gosh. So this is something that someone did to me. I'm I'm pretty sure for attention because the only thing, that's the only reason I can think of why you would do this to someone. Um, <clears throat> it was this guy that I had dated. We had like, you know, whatever, kissed a couple times in college. And he was not, anyway, I was not interested, um, which I told him. And then we like, didn't talk for like months after that. Like I kind of ghosted him and then randomly he texts me or wait, no, maybe this was only a couple weeks after I had ghosted him. So he was still kind of trying to like, see if we were going to get together. Yeah. Um, and he was like, Hey, like super random question. My friend's asked just asked me if I was a good kisser and of course I'm biased so what did you think oh I I cannot believe that someone actually had the gall to send that message because you know you know there was not a group of boys like sitting around in their dorm like oh my gosh are you a good kisser yeah or like hey man like now that I'm now that I'm thinking of it <laughs> it's just popped in my head are you are you a good kisser bro bro are you good at that I wish you guys know man that's a really good point like I don't who could I even ask about that (laughs) I mean I've never kissed let me think I guess I could yeah I could reach out to that one girl what was her name again I'll just ask her a genuine question and we can put this debate to rest right (laughs) no so I feel like you might have missed like the technology etiquette but he missed the the just dating social etiquette in general and also I wish that you could see the way that Haley tells these stories because when she's trying to imitate like a like really broy guy the face that she makes is so spot on (laughs) (laughs) and so funny so anyway you're missing out is what I'm trying to say it's because I have a face structure that's really compatible with boy facial what where did you even come up with that I I have a very square jaw Mm. and you do but it's very feminine so mass well I think it's pretty masculine like I think that masculine expressions come really easily to me like they look natural on my face like I I don't look like a girl (laughs) this could also be my facial dysmorphia kicking in but like I don't look like a girl pretending to be a boy it's like whoa is that a boy like do you remember on my on my wedding day, my uncle told me I look like Legolas. Okay. In not Galadriel. Defense. Not Galadriel. Okay. His defense. In his defense, you have dressed up as Legolas for Halloween. He did you not know that. Out. He did not know that. I guarantee you, he did not know that I was Legolas. Okay. And who says that? I'm wearing, I'm literally wearing a white floor length. Yeah, you couldn't have just said Galadriel even to just be polite. Okay. If we accepted what every middle-aged man said to us as truth, then it would be a very confusing world. So I feel like we should add this to the bucket of not relevant. 
No, it's well, it's relevant to what we're talking about, though, because I'm saying I have boyish features and to prove that point. Aha. On my wedding day, I was told I look like Legolas. And okay, by one person who was a middle aged man. But he was kind of right. I did kind of look like Legolas. No, you didn't. (laughs) Okay, your hair had like beautiful Legolas. Like, that's a compliment. Orlando Bloom is pretty. Yeah, if anything, Orlando Bloom has feminine features. (laughs) I'm serious. I think that your facial structure is amazing. People kill for your jawline and your just beautiful big eyes. If only you had nice eyelashes. (laughs) Oh my gosh. (laughs) Sorry. We had this roommate. So Haley has really, really, really long eyelashes. And we were. They all fell out since being pregnant. And apparently that is a symptom. Anyway, okay, right. they're going to come back. Your And your eyelashes are still longer than mine. Okay, I don't want to hear it. So Haley is really... Wait, you tell the story. This girl is so funny. Okay. Well, no, you... Okay, so we had a roommate who... I don't even know. How do we... She, like, one time pretended to have cancer, like... She's very odd. She was very she just, odd. Yeah, and very, like, competitive with... Mm-hmm all of us for some reason in terms of like she wanted us all to know that she was like prettier than us. just better in general yeah so it was like every time I like we I do my hair next to her in the mirror because there was like a shared bathroom space and if we were both doing our hair at the same time she would be like oh like this guy what the this guy I'm dating let's call let's call him Bob she was like, Bob was saying how nice my hair is and how if I, and how he thinks that other girls are probably super jealous of how nice my hair is. Or like I'd be putting on mascara. And that was one thing she said to me one time. She was like, Bob just told me that like my eyelashes are super long and beautiful and that probably like other girls are jealous. I don't know. What do you think? Or something yeah. like that. Well, like, and she, was- when she said it, she was like, um, she was like, so something like more direct as in like, oh, you're probably kind of jealous of that or something yeah. as if like being like, and your eyelashes suck. And it's just so yeah. funny because of how long and amazing your eyelashes are. Like, that's just like, yeah, it's like kind of a douchey thing to say. But then uh, to say that to you was just a whole nother level of like irony that didn't make any sense. Well, it, that was just a funny living situation in general, because that was also when We had a roommate that literally shunned me for two weeks. Like I'm talking like hardcore shunned. Like if I walked next to her, she would like bump my shoulder, like in the, in the high school movies. Was this after (laughs) you had moved out? I don't know. She did that though. And like weeks for weeks, she did that. And after the fact, I was like, what is going on? Like, why are you treating me this way? And she basically like fessed up that she thought I had used her toothpaste Oh my gosh! Because I the remember container that. was a different shape oh than she my gosh. when she squeezed it. Um. By the way, no, I didn't use her toothpaste. I think that's gross. And and she used my honey bunches of oats whenever she wanted <laughs> to. So I don't see the problem. Uh, it was so. Anyway, roommates, roommates, so fun. Okay, should we go through our submitted stories? Yes. Can I read number one? Because yes. I love it. You start okay. One. Story one <clears throat> from a submitter whose 
gender I do not know. Okay. They say, I had recently started somewhat dating this girl and Halloween was coming up. We were going to a Halloween costume-themed roller skating date, so I had to impress her with my costume. What better way to impress her than to dress up as dot, 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 well, her. (laughs) (laughs) I had one of her friends help me get one of her shirts from her closet, and then I put on a wig and pants. (laughs) It may have been pretty cringy, but I have to admit I looked pretty good, and it definitely (laughs) got me some attention. Well, it's true that they wore actual clothes. (laughs) What would you do if a guy walked out wearing your shirt? With like a blonde curly wig on, yeah. I would oh, be like, <laughs> what? I just love that one. Okay, oh, that Next. is so good. Okay, story number two. Accidentally got caught staring at my future husband down the road at a conference before we met for reals. I was so embarrassed, but that didn't stop me from asking him to dance later that night to officially introduce myself. Hey, you handled that well. Just, like confident. Yeah. This one's not cringy at all. Like no. Not even a little bit. Like, I agree. I think that that's bold. Like, that's exactly I mean, how you handle yeah. accidentally getting caught staring at someone. Yeah, and staring at someone's not cringy. I do that all the time, and I get caught all the time staring at people. <laughs> Who are you just staring smile. at? Just, <laughs> well, see, like, this this thing that I, I have a problem where, like, when I'm at the gym... I cannot stop myself from people watching. Like, I know everyone is just there to do their workout. Um, but like, I'm pretty people watchy and sometimes judgy. Mm. Um, specifically Shame. about like. Shame. <clears throat> I know, but the thing, the thing that everyone I'm judgy about, the thing that I'm judgy about mostly is gym etiquette. So Excuse like. Excuse me? What did, what is the word that just came out of your mouth? gym etiquette oh, okay I didn't okay awesome I didn't understand. So, like for example if there's a guy taking up a squat rack um but he'll walk away from the squat rack for 10 minute intervals in between his sets of two squats oh gosh two like two reps of squats he'll do two <laughs> reps of squats literally this is what happened last week this guy was taking up a squat rack there's not that many literally would do two squats and then walk away for 10 minutes just go like be on his phone, be at the drinking fountain, and then walk back 10 minutes later and do two more squats. But he left his weight racked. He left like all of his stuff in Ew. the rack station so that like you can't just go take it off. Like right. he's clearly marking his territory. So I get judgy about that. And I also like when that happens, I'm imagining like whole backstories for people. So like I'm pretty sure that guy saw me staring at him where I was like imagining how like annoying he must be for his roommates where he takes one bite of his food and then walks away for 10 minutes and comes back and takes another bite so that it takes him six hours to eat a meal and his dishes are all over like so that's why I get like caught staring a lot or like I'll be like there's this other girl who looks like she's like an Olympic weightlifter she's doing like Olympic lifts like snatches and power cleans and stuff and it's very impressive and I stare at her a lot because I'm like that's awesome you know and like she she catches me staring at her and every time I'm like that was awesome good job girl and then she's like thanks like oh that's good that's cute yeah so staring is not always bad anyway I don't think it was cringy or I might just be a really cringy person in general and maybe I'm in denial about it but to me staring is not cringy Mm -hmm. as long as you 
don't like do like the weird look away thing after right right I feel like the reason why I have a hard time with that is because usually well like I feel like my mind drifts like my attention drifts while I'm like my while my eyes could be looking at someone and then they think I'm staring at them and then I'm not and then I try to go up to them and explain hey by the way I wasn't staring at you (laughs) okay that's cringy (laughs) and then it gets weird (laughs) (laughs) okay story three yes story three okay I have never told a soul about this. When I, a 22-year-old female, was in middle school, I had a crush on my best guy friend. I desperately wanted him to pay more attention to me and wanted him to like me. I made up a fake friend (laughs) named Lola and told him all about her. I eventually made a fake phone number for Lola using the Text Now app and gave him her phone number to text her. So he was texting me thinking it was my fake friend Lola. I even made her an Instagram account and posted photos of, quotation marks, her. He started texting her all the time. He would tell Lola things he never told me, like his deepest secrets. (laughs) He would tell Lola how he felt about me, and Lola would pretend to relate with him. Lola would tell him my secrets, too, to get him to feel bad for me and (laughs) and pay more attention to me. Lola would text him and say things like, she's having a bad day, be extra nice to her, and crazy things like that. Lola eventually got him to tell her that he liked me. And this was a a huge win for me. It was so manipulative and horrible. He still doesn't know I did that. And we're still friends. (laughs) That's just amazing. I wonder how Lola got phased out. Oh, yeah. (laughs) That's a good question. Like, did he just keep texting her? And she's like, Lola died. She's not available anymore. Like. This is Lola's father. She is no longer with us. Please stop texting this number. It's a good thing that that went her way. Oh, for Um, sure. Because I feel like really easily he could have fallen in love with Lola. Then then you catfished him. Well, (laughs) what I'm confused about is when she says Lola Lola would tell him my secrets to get him to feel bad for me. (laughs) I'm, I'm wondering like, how did one do that? Like, hey, um, enough about me. Let me tell you about my friend Katie. And I just made that up. I don't know her name. And all of her deep, dark secrets. As someone who probably would have done this had I had access to a TextNow app um, or had I known that that sort of technology existed, I get where she's coming from. I feel like she, she could, you could really easily, you know, your friend Lola could really easily turn the conversation to your mutual friend. Be like, oh, like she's, or did you see her today or whatever? And then like, he'd be like, yeah. And apparently he's telling Lola his deep, dark secrets. And then she can be like, you know, who could really relate to you on that? Mm-hmm. Our mutual friend. You should talk to her or like, I don't know. I just wonder how we never got suspicious of that. I know. I, know. I guess funny. guys are dumb. <laughs> they really are. They're the dumbest, dumbest, dumbest around. Especially at that age, you know, just yeah. everything's at face value. Yeah. Have you ever met an intelligent, like emotionally intelligent teenage boy? Mm, no. I don't know if well, I have either. And it's not even their fault because like we don't live in a country or a culture that teaches boys how to be emotionally intelligent. So no. or even how to feel emotions. So 
it sucks. And also I can't blame them. So true. We teach them that they are like, their emotions are the ultimate source of truth and everyone else is there to react to how they feel. Mm. Um, But not in like a way that's like taking ownership of your emotions either. Yeah. Well, I feel like, I feel like I don't even feel like boys grow up knowing how to feel anything except like happy or angry Mm -hmm. because I don't feel like we accept any other emotions from guys like when a guy cries they're shamed right when a guy like disappointed it's like oh suck it up right like I don't feel Mm -hmm. like there's any other opportunities for like their emotions to be validated like any other emotions outside of like that dichotomy I don't know yeah and they're not usually involved in emotional conversations either right what a shame maybe that's a different episode yeah (laughs) Okay, Okay. you should read the last two because that one was long. Okay, story four. I found a guy's Instagram after meeting him for the first time. I realized (laughs) he liked the Lakers and I bought a Lakers shirt from TJ Maxx. Then I wore it to a group gathering he attended in hopes he would ask me about the Lakers. He didn't. (laughs) Have you ever adopted a... Oh, sorry, go ahead. Well, I I was just going to say, girl, I hope you did your research because did you plan for what you would do when he comes up and asks you about the Lakers? Do you have the stats? Do you have their recent games and players locked away in the back of your head so you can actually have a conversation? Because if you're going to do something like this, you better, you better have, you better have that locked away. Otherwise he's going to come up to you and be like, so Lakers, huh? (laughs) (laughs) What? Oh oh, yeah. My shirt. My favorite team. (laughs) <laughs> and then you don't know anything about them like you better know at the very minimum like a backstory of why you like them with city there from that kind of thing anyway that's a very good point and I wanted to ask you if you've ever adopted a hobby or like a favorite thing to impress somebody or to get their attention besides <laughs> besides the guitar I guess you took up yeah. the guitar uh, I'm I'm sure I have like I know for sure like when I was in when I did industrial design my mm. freshman year like there was a lot of things about like my personality that changed to try and fit in with that group yeah like they were the kind of group that would be like so what music do you listen to kind of a thing so yeah. like country dropped out of my music library mm-hmm. um like I would have died if they knew that I listened to Hunter Hayes <laughs> um, and instead I started listening to like Pink Floyd and the Doors. <laughs> and that was a dark time. You know, I don't like Pink Floyd. I'm just gonna say it. Okay, Me I don't either. Like but so yeah, I I definitely have done that. Less for like a specific person's attention, and I think more to try and fit into a group. Yeah, that makes like sense. just like in high school where you see someone wearing like a pair of shorts, and you're like, I need to get that exact same brand or pair of shorts in order right. to fit in with this group. That makes a lot of sense. So yeah, did that. Okay. Story five. In high school, I was really into this guy on the cross country team. So I made running my entire personality, didn't care for it the entire time and was consistently told by the track coach that I sucked. Like she literally hated me and would tell me I was the worst runner she'd ever seen. (laughs) But I pushed through to try and get this guy's attention. I'd text him being like, oh, hey, I need running tips. Maybe we can go on a run together later. Oh, well, it's whatever. 
and he treated me as nothing more than a fellow running enthusiast. Luckily, he graduated a year before I did, so I was able to drop out of the track team my senior year of high school. (laughs) (laughs) Oh Oh my gosh, I think I know who this is. (laughs) Really? Yeah. That makes it funnier. Mm, Yeah, it was really funny. And if I'm right, I think she ended up kissing this guy. If it's the guy, if it, if it's the girl that I'm thinking of, if you are listening to this and you're like, this is my story and I do not know who Haley is, I'm sorry, but this exact same scenario also happened to someone that I know. And <laughs> they ended up tonguing it out. So, <laughs> so it all worked out. So it all worked out. But... Oh my gosh, that's awesome. I feel like I never like I don't feel like I ever tried to do something or like take up a hobby because I was trying to get someone's attention, but I feel like I for sure acted like way more adventurous than I actually was when I was dating Nate in particular. Like, mm-hmm. like, oh, you've never skied before? Well, would you be open to it? Yes. Uh, that totally sounds like something I'd want to try. Yeah. In our f- almost five years of marriage, Nate and I have been skiing once and it took me two and a half hours to get down the slope. One slope, one run, whatever it's called, one mountain two and a half hours so I feel like I let him on to be a little bit to think I was more adventurous than I am but and I, I've been in the room when those conversations have happened where he's like just give it one more try and Tyler's like absolutely not <laughs> no. that's my boundary <laughs> I think I did I did the same thing with Jacob in basketball oh that's oh like, yeah I kind of remember this a little bit like he thought that I was a lot more into watching basketball than I actually am oh no it's not that I don't like because like of all of the sports, basketball is my favorite to watch. Right. But, like, I don't f- follow the scores. Right. And I didn't tell him that I did do that, but, like, I feel like maybe somehow he got the impression that I did. Yeah. It's all yeah. about the subtle impression, right? Yeah. It's an art, actually. Yeah. So it was a bit of a letdown for him. But I actually have been trying since we've been married, like, I do, I take like online quizzes to memorize like the teams, what region they're in, <laughs> what their logo is, and That's like what so city cute. they're from. I do it so that I can engage in those conversations with him and so that I know what he's talking about. And so, because yeah. he loves basketball, bless, bless his little basketball heart. Like he loves it. He has a tournament tonight and it's, there's so much fun to go to. Yeah. I love watching him play basketball. Yeah. That what sounds like more fun to me actually watching him play. Yeah. It's so fun. I love watching him play, but he like gets excited about sports and I don't want him to feel like this is something that he can't like share with me because I'm like, it's not initially my thing, you know, like if he will watch anime with me then I am going to learn about basketball for him that's so sweet I think that's a I think that's great uh advice for all you lovers out there care try to care just a little bit you know just a little bit about what your person's into yeah just a little bit be open to it well I think that's everything we have for this week's episode I hope you all have a wonderful week love you bye Thank you.